We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. That How's is Stephanie? Us. We're great. It is Christmas time. Can you believe how it's fast Christmas that came? Time. Have you done any caroling yet? No, I haven't. Have you? No. no. I think they'd pay me not to curl, yeah, actually. Me too, me too. <laughs> I can sing in the car, but that's about as far as it goes. But we have some very talented people right here at MTA, and they did a Christmas special for us. They were singing. Yes, they did, very and nice. it was wonderful. I know. So you can listen to that, too, just by going back to listen to our podcast at any time. Yep, that's right. And where can they hear that, Jay? They can hear it anywhere podcasts are found, you know, on iTunes, uh, Google, uh, gosh, it's even on uh, Spotify and everything else. So. And if they want to get a hold of us, maybe maybe be a guest on our show or ask us questions, how can they get a hold of us? They can get to us at uh, podcast at mtaflint.org or on the road at mtaflint.org. Well, there you go. And yeah, do feel free to call us anytime, email us, whatever. We will be happy to talk to you and, and get you on the show. Absolutely. We have somebody very fun on the show today. I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures of it. I'm going to put some up on Facebook. But downtown at our transportation center right next to the Flint um, farmer's Market right there. We have a big staircase, the banisters, and you might see some scarves tied around there and gloves. It's for the passengers to use if they need them. You'll see these tied up around the downtown area, any place you might find homeless. This is such a cool program. It's a great project, and I'm so grateful to have somebody on talking about that right now. Her name is Crystal Pepperdine, and she was the she's the founder and executive director of Flint Homemade, which does this. She has 18 years of experience in nonprofit leadership and program development, so lucky to have her. When this first started, it was a very small team of crafters with one annual event in downtown Flint, and it grew into a 501c3 nonprofit with her in charge, and now numerous programs across Genesee County. And she's been here for 20 years, so she knows the area, and even has a master's of public administration at my alma mater, the University of Michigan Flint. So really? That's great. Color. Yes. She's on the phone this right now. Crystal, thank you for joining us. Oh my gosh, thank you for such a warm welcome. You bet. <laughs> now, I was asking you if people called you Peppermint, like when you were younger, but they didn't? They did not, but I don't know. Crystal Peppermint around the holidays just sounds like a tasty drink. So it sure we does. might have to go for that around the, around the holidays. That's what Jay just said. Absolutely sounds like fun. Well, I'm very tall, and I was tall when I was 10 years old, and I had a lot of bushy hair, so they nicknamed me uh, salary stick because my last name was Salarin. So salary oh. stick, Jolly Green Giant. I had all the bad names. So you're lucky they didn't do anything. That's awesome. I guess I am lucky. <laughs> but peppermint is kind of cute. But Pepperdine is even better because you are in charge of this wonderful program. Tell us more about that. How did this come to be? I think it's so yeah, cool. Absolutely. Well, so 15 years ago, actually, next year, 2022, is going to be our 15-year anniversary. Wow. Um, I founded Flint Handmade as a crafters team, and we put on an event and had local artisans sell handmade goods, and we did it again the following year in the spring, and people just loved it. They absolutely loved it, and so just kept adding more and more programs, and one of the programs we added uh, about five years in so about 10 years ago, was Yarn Brigade. And Yarn Brigade 
we started, we had two very excited and enthusiastic college students, um, Simi and John, and they just wanted to facilitate people getting together to knit and crochet at restaurants. Um, and so I said, go with it, roll with it. And it was so great because they were just, they were in their early twenties and, you know, to have this, uh, authority and autonomy, I, I, it was just such a good experience for them, I think. And so we made hats and scarves and mittens and then distributed them downtown, put them on railings, fences, and it was just such a great experience for people to be able to get a free hat or scarf, no questions asked it's a it's not a handout it's a it's a serendipitous opportunity for you to just find a cool piece of art basically and that was just such a fun thing and then maybe about six or seven years ago we realized that the railings the banisters at the mta terminal were perfect for scarves so we just started draping oh gosh we can usually fit about 40 to 60 scarves per drop Wow. And the passenger, yeah, the passengers just loved it. People were so excited. They were looking for the scarves that matched their outfit. And <laughs> it's just been going ever since. I think that's wonderful. Well, I know, don't you also go to the areas where you might find the homeless and try to give them some as well? Yes, absolutely. So we have um, several drop, we call them our drop sites or drop locations of the MTA bus station is one, um, Catholic Charities, Carriage Town, and um, the YWCA are our other places where every year we do a drop. We've also done drops at the Latinx Center and other locations where you might find um, folks in need of a hat or scarf or mittens. And we also do direct donations. So, you know, let's say there's an organization, but like they don't have a fence or railing or somewhere where we can put the items. We'll just drop them off in bags, you know, keep Aww. our tags on them and then they can just hand them out. So, you know, it's, it's, it's open to everybody. It's not just if you have a fence or a railing where we can put items. So could they come and ask you for help? Again, I was talking to Tony Tucker and he is in charge of the old newsboys. And if they find that they might need mittens or hats or scarves for the kids, can they call you an organization like that? Call you and, and get help? They can absolutely message us on Facebook or go to our website and our email address is on there. And certainly we have done um, direct uh, requests for like the Salvation Army, My Brother's Keeper. One of our most favorite um, direct donations that we make every single year is to the Mott Community College Early Children's Learning Center. And all year long, our volunteers make character hats for the kids so like it's like a llama or a panda bear or you know like a, a disney character and then we donate the hats and then the kids get to pick out the hat that they want and we we haven't been able to ever see that in person because uh you know just the pandemic has made it sure. difficult to do things like that and we know we want to respect people's privacy and everything but we've heard from the parents and they say the kids just light up when they see the hats that are available to them. And one parent said, my daughter went straight for the Minnie Mouse. So <laughs> it's just been so nice. Oh, that's funny. That is, well, you're doing a great thing. You might not hear about it all the time, but I'm sure when somebody gets those warm mittens or the hat or the gloves and scarves, they're just so grateful to you. And if somebody's listening and they think, I can knit or crochet or I like to help out, can they actually donate those things for you to help in your, you know, the process to help find people that need them? Absolutely. So 
during the pandemic, we have actually doubled the number of items that we have been able to either put out in a drop or directly donate to um, an organization that could give them to those in need. And, you know, partly because I think people are home, they, they're just kind of doing stuff. Knitting and crocheting has become very popular. Also, because of the pandemic, we are offering free porch pickup to any volunteer who makes 10 or more pieces. So that's really convenient because then people don't have to try to figure out a time or a place or what. We'll come pick it up. And we will even leave you um, brand new skeins of yarn so you can make more items to donate. So if anybody listening wants to participate, they can again either message us on Facebook or email us. Our email address is hello at flithandmade.org. It's also on our website, flithandmade.org. And we will make the arrangements. We will get it. We will take your donation gladly um, to add to our operation for 2022. So that would be amazing. Well, I'm so glad to hear that because I know a lot of people that can actually crochet and they wanted to do something to help out, but didn't know how to get them into the right hands. So that's going to be a great partnership for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we really appreciate all of our volunteers who do make the items. We have a core group of about 12 uh, folks who make items. And then we've added in the past two years, uh, almost 20 more people who just, you know, we do meet virtually twice a month on the second and fourth Friday and all are welcome. In 2022, we're calling it Craft and Chat with Yarn Brigade. (laughs) So, everyone, regardless, you know, any type of crafting that you do, you're welcome to join us. But, you know, there are some folks who are just like, ah, that's great, but you know what? I work on Fridays or I just want to make stuff while I watch movies and donate it. And that's fine too. You're welcome to engage at whatever level makes sense for you. I just love that. Well, I know um, our director, Harmony, knows you as well. And she goes, you know, she might be a good guest on your podcast. I thought, absolutely. So I'm so glad that you had time to come on and talk about this because it is about giving. You know, that I find it so much more rewarding when you can give to somebody than actually even receive. So it's if people haven't done it, they need to try it out because it's really going to make them feel good to do that. Oh, it's going to make people feel great. And, you know, we love announcing every December we do our count. We do our final count for this whole operation. We call it Operation Warm-Up Flint. And two years ago, we had about 350 pieces. Wow. Last year, we had 522 pieces. This year, we had 1,109 pieces. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's just it's growing so fast because people I think are just in that giving spirit, they're home, they're making things and we're making it as easy as we can by doing that porch pickup for free anywhere in Genesee County and leaving yarn so that people can actually, you know, some people are able to donate, you know, not only their time, but also their yarn to make items. But some people, you know, they just don't have the yarn, but they have the time. So we can accommodate any level. Absolutely. Well, one last question. What if somebody wants to help, but they don't know how to crochet or how to knit? Is there anybody that can teach them how to do that in your organization? Yeah, so we would invite them to join us on our Craft and Chat with Yarn Brigade, and we could certainly do a little bit of um, peer-to-peer education on that. But we also have links to some great YouTube videos and links to patterns that we are able to share with people. We're not really doing as many in-person events or workshops right now, so we unfortunately don't have that available, but we are definitely there to encourage and support anybody who wants to get involved um, in any way. 
We do also accept monetary donations. If there's someone who's like, I can't knit, I can't crochet, I don't know what to do, but I want to support this program. And you can find that on our website too. I love it. Thank you. You've helped all areas there to make this happen even more, more successful for you. So thank you for all this information. Oh, gosh, my pleasure. Anytime, anytime people want to reach out to us, we're definitely open to feedback, ideas, support, suggestions, resources, places that you would like to see us donate items. We definitely want to hear from the community. Well, I know our transportation center downtown Flint is a new named. It's a Northrop Abrams Transportation Center. And people love those, the, all the things that you did for them with the scarves and the gloves. So thank you for making that a more enjoyable place to go as well, right next to the Flint Farmer's Market. And are you finished for the year? Are you going to do anything more this year? Or is it going to wait till next year now? Yeah, so we did our final count this month. We still have a few, a couple, we, we store them in watertight bins all throughout the year. So we still have a couple bins of items that we're still planning to do a drop probably in January because the weather has just been so warm. Um, so right. we'll do another drop. We're planning another drop at the bus station, at the bus terminal, excuse me. Good. And uh, so we'll do one there. And then, but we accept donations of hats and scarves and mittens and ear warmers and all those things. We accept them all year long. So as soon as someone has 10 pieces that they'd like us to, that they'd like to donate, um, we'll do happy to do a porch pickup anywhere in Genesee County. Right. And then we just tag them and store them. And then they just become part of Operation Warm Up Flint for 2022. Now, of course, they have to be brand new or maybe, I mean, can they be slightly used if they're washed or do you, they have to be all brand new? We do prefer all brand new sure. handmade items because we definitely want to try to make sure that anything that we put out would be something that we would want to take. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So, we do prefer that. Um, we we really do ask that they come as, uh, as if at all possible, from smoke-free homes, mm -hmm. uh, just because it does take a bit to air things out um, if, if that's not um, where they're coming from. But, you know, we do appreciate all donations and of, um, of handmade goods. Occasionally, we are able to accept donations of yarn as well if it's brand new. Um, and again, from smoke-free homes. Uh, and someone can message us on Facebook or email us if they have that type of uh, item that they want to donate. Sometimes even pet-free homes are important because people might have allergies to cats or to dogs and they wouldn't be able to wear something if it was in a house that had the dander on it. So that's yes. important too. Well, yes, we've, I'll be honest, we've considered trying to do a pet-free home, but pretty much all of our volunteers have pets. Sure. And so it would create, it would create such a barrier. So, Absolutely. you know, we do our best to try to make sure that they're, you know, again, in stored in airtight containers, that they're, you know, um, kept away from any pets or anything like that. So we can uh, put them out as safely as possible. And, sure. you know, we, we encourage people to take them and wear them with pride. And, you know, occasionally we'll see people, we know we're like, oh my gosh, that, that's the hat, that's the hat that we made. <laughs> and you see people downtown and it's just so rewarding to know that you've made such a tangible difference in someone's life. It has to be. Yes. Well, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I want people to know that they're going to be receiving one of these um, scarves or gloves that they're going to be brand new. They don't have to worry about giving them to their children. They're going to be clean and new, and that's good to know. And the people with pets usually are very conscientious to not have them full of fur, so that's going to be nice, Exactly. Too. Yes, exactly. Well, thank you, Crystal. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention before we say goodbye to you here? 
Well, I would just like to encourage everybody to keep an eye on our Flint Handmade Facebook. We are on Facebook, Flint Handmade. We've got a lot of exciting new activities coming up in 2022 to celebrate our 15th anniversary as an organization. And we we just really hope that people will join us in the new year uh, to celebrate all year long, uh, all the things that we've accomplished and everything that we hope to accomplish for the community moving forward. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you, Crystal. And have a very wonderful new year. You too. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you. Well, you know, we just had our Christmas. We're going to New Year. And there was I always like to end with something like really positive. Mm-hmm. I want to say thank you, first of all, for listening every week because we always have wonderful things for you to, to learn from and to enjoy and things might be services or free for you. But I want to say Christmas is the most truly Christmas when we celebrate it by giving the light of love to those who need it most. Isn't I that like nice? that. I like That's that very too. Nice. We're going to end every one of these with something positive. So come up with some on your own, okay? I can, okay, <laughs> I can do that. And once again, if somebody wants to add to that, where can they let us know who they are and what if, they want to say? If they've got a positive message, they're more than welcome to drop us a line at podcast at mtaflint.org or on the road at mtaflint.org. Well, you know, when I was doing the morning show with Mike and Steph, and I always had Steph's last words, and I would always say something positive. Oh, so we're going to bring that maybe back. Maybe Steph's I last words. There I like that. <laughs> and Jaysha, the last word as well. <laughs> well, we have the last by saying thank you for listening. We are looking forward to a wonderful new year and we are thankful that you're listening to us and that you're part of our family. Stay safe. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, Your connection, your way.